I'm looking for the wild boar. You hear about the job? Yeah. What's this place like? Dr. Vink is kind of... Dr. Fink? Vink, with a va-va-va. Is he a doctor or is he a cook? I am a chef. What scares you, gut buckets? This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast, where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name's Joey. I'm Andrew. And I'm Logan. And this is episode number 264. We're in the midst of Poptober, mm. uh, and we're going to be talking the tale of the dangerous soup. Woohoo! Totally. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Again, I know I'm a broken record here, but like it just feels so insane that we're just getting to this episode. Yeah, my uh, my partner Allie even was like, we were we were watching the episode the other night, and she was like, "What do you mean they haven't done that yet?" I'm like, <laughs> like how do you get to do that? I'm like, I don't know. I just get really lucky, I guess. <laughs> you know what? I, and this legit happened today. I was at work, and I like stopped, and I was like, I think we've done it. Like I had to like kind of like pull up the library to make yeah. sure we had not done it. it yeah, it just seems so impossible. Um, but uh, but I'm glad I'm glad we're here. And Logan, oh, yeah. this was your this was your pick specifically, and uh, of course we were happy to talk about it. But like, is this an episode that kind of was important to you young, or did you discover it later? Oh, all all over. I mean, this is a top fiver for me. Um, okay. I just love every episode with Dr. Vink. Um, and this one, this one might be my favorite Dr. Vink episode. So, mm. yeah, it's a, it's a, I mean, it's, it's a, a showcase for him for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew, well, we did this, we did our favorite Vinks, but I just don't even remember the result. I, I, I think, <laughs> I think I went with midnight madness, but I'm, I'm not sure. I probably did. Midnight Madness so is definitely still probably first, but it's very close second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets he gets to do a little more here. You know what I mean? Like he's really he's chewing up the scenery here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is like he's like a main character. In yeah, this Aaron's ripping those acting chops pretty hard in this. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, in general, I'm, I I noted that the acting in this episode's like uh, at a much higher level mm. than. The typical are you for the dark i think yeah um yeah uh now logan we've i don't think we've had you on in podtober um no what what did we do i've done pete and pete and i did another one with you i can't oh you did um you did dream machine versus bookish babies yeah but i don't think that was podtober uh, was it? i don't think so either uh so i'm going to ask um logan like what does do you like fall? Do you like Halloween? God, are Which, you kidding? It's my yeah. it's the best. It's, it's my. I mean, I'm, I'm. We're all in the same boat here, I'm sure, because I mean, I already got a care package from you guys with friggin' candy corn in it. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's my favorite. It's we we go absolutely crazy for Halloween. I've already like got. I mean, I'm we're having a huge Halloween party at my restaurant this year. Um, I'm doing a double feature screening of some horror movies at my restaurant this year. Mm. Our whole house gets completely decked out. Like we've already been to spirit like three times. <laughs> We're junkies for Halloween and fall is, in general. That is excellent. Um, 
Uh, side note, Andrew, did you notice that we have two Halloween stores near us now? Hmm. No, I did not. <laughs> okay. Um, Interesting. But uh, Logan, throughout your life, do do you have any kind of favorite costumes or go to costumes? Oh man, I. Oh, that's so hard. I've had so many good ones. Um, probably I'm gonna have to think and come back on that. But I okay. noticed you were doing. Um, I don't know if you guys watched that Muppets Mayhem show at all on uh, mm. Disney Plus, but um, you know, got me really back into like loving how much I love Doctor Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. So where mm. um, my son's gonna be Animal, we got him that costume. Uh, my wife is gonna be um, the hell's her name, uh, the lady guitar player, and I'm gonna be Doctor Teeth. So <laughs> Janice, yeah, we're so we're doing Janice. We're doing uh, that. <laughs> that is very cool. Um, cool, cool. What about you guys. Yeah. You know, I haven't even thought of it. Uh, I don't know about you. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, my go-to when I was little, I, for a couple years, I was uh, a Ninja Turtle. Sure. Um, Classic. You know, I had a year of Pee Wee Herman. Um, that was like I was three or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I did a pirate. I did a skeleton. I did like a hippie, like a really dirty. There's a picture of me with like this like gross looking painted on beard and like I'm just wearing like hippie clothes and I'm giving a peace sign. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah I, all over the place, all over the place, kind of. I've probably mentioned it before, but my like the one that I go to whenever I don't have a costume is um, dead revolutionary war soldier or i mean uh <laughs> civil war soldier yeah um yeah that's a good one yeah oh uh, i realized okay i remember now i got it we were uh, a couple of years ago i was uh we did legends of the hidden temple my wife and i mm. and a couple of my friends who came to my halloween party didn't tell me this but they told my wife they were going to do it and they both dressed up as temple guards oh and jumped out, perfect and jumped out behind <laughs> like, the shit out of me and grabbed me that is perfect that's awesome. yeah that was yeah. pretty cool that's that's solid coordination i like that yeah um yeah well uh andrew i think well, i'm sure it'll come up but uh, dangerous soup i think is an episode uh that we both have i, I don't want to say we i don't want to speak for you like not sure. necessarily saying it's great but it's just an episode that was always like at the forefront it felt like when we talked about are you afraid of the dark yeah i almost feel like i was somewhat underestimating it for a while because of how often it was on i was just mm. so familiar with it that i was like you know give me some other episodes uh, yeah but coming back to it was nice though yeah Real for nice. sure i wonder if um because like i feel like sometimes we've said that dangerous soup was on all the time for us yeah and that that is part of kind of uh my attachment to it but I wonder if that's like, you know, depending on where you live, maybe like for Logan, is there an Are You Afraid of the Dark you feel like you saw in an oh, yeah. inordinate oddly amount enough, of times? Oddly enough, it was Closet Keepers. That mm, episode whoa. was all the time <laughs> in my area. Oh my gosh, I feel like that was like one I didn't see until I was an adult, maybe. <laughs> no, that one was on all the time and I f did not like appreciate it when I was a kid. I actually hated mm. it when I was a kid. It's like, oh, Closet Keepers. <laughs> <laughs> But now I'm like, oh, it's such a good episode. But like at the time, I was like, this episode's ridiculous. What the hell is going on here? Yeah. 
That is such a weird one to be on a lot. But I guess you people could say Dangerous Soup's a weird one too to to see. Yeah. I, I mean after Nev Campbell took off. Mm. I feel like that's yeah. the real That's you know, you, trying to get their money's worth. They were definitely I, mean, I think that's probably why it was on so much. Yeah. yeah. I'd be guessing. Yeah, you know, because Scream came out and well, she was on what, Party of Five? Party of Five, yeah. Party of Five and then Scream in like ninety six, so Yeah. Yeah, she, yeah, she was huge at the time, um, or would become huge. Um, yeah, well, uh, this episode, The Tale of the Dangerous Soup, aired April 16th, 1994. April of 94 mm. is like a pretty prime time in the 90s. It's like, uh, so I'm going to talk you through this month in history. It's, it's, a, it's a pretty good one, I think. Um, all right. So first and foremost, probably the thing people mostly remember, at least in the U.S., is that uh, Kurt Cobain dies uh, this month. Um, the first game is played at our local baseball stadium uh, at the time was called Jacobs Field. Uh, the Indians won that game four to three over the Mariners. Um, Liberal Supreme Court Justice and the author of Roe v. Wade, Harry Blackman, uh, resigns from the Supreme Court. Uh, he he's known as a pretty, like pretty ahead of his time judge. Um, former U.S. President Richard Nixon suffers a stroke and passes away in April of '94. Um, Rodney King is awarded after several years, uh, three point eight million dollars in compensation by the L.A. County for his, the the police beating. Uh, the U.S. Supreme Court outlaws excluding people from juries because of gender. Isn't that crazy? 94 <laughs> is when they had a ruling to say women crazy. could serve on a court. Man. <laughs> or maybe uh, it was I, like, maybe they mean like uh, when they're selecting jury members or something. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's, yeah, I think that's probably what they mean, but. Um, I saw that Southern California got 14 inches of snow this April. And mm. uh, famous actress Cerise Ronan is born this month. Uh, pretty, pretty, well, I guess an okay month. Uh, no, pretty good for TV. Uh, in TV, we have the premiere of Sister, Sister. Space Ghost, Coast to Coast. All that. And Dennis Miller Live. Andrew, your favorite. <laughs> Saving the best for last. And ending that month is the Sinbad show. Boy. Real, real shame. Um, okay, number one songs. Uh, there's two number one songs that month. We have Ace of Bass with The Sign. Wow. 90. Still holds up. I, I was listening to it the other day. I was like, I mean, this song, this song just totally jams. Any feelings on Ace of Base? <laughs> I like the song. I remember there was a big debate in school because I thought it was kids kept thinking it was I saw the sun. I was like, <laughs> I saw the sign. I had to have like my mom like when she was picking me up, be like, look, mom, tell them it's I saw the sun. <laughs> I saw the sun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the song becomes a lot worse like quickly if you just change that word to sun, I feel like. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. uh, and then for uh, four weeks we have Bump and Grind by the disgraced rapper R. Kelly 
Oh, um, yeah. But a very good month for the release of albums. We have uh, The Offspring with Smash. Dookie came uh, out, right? Was it that month? Uh, Dookie came out in February of 94. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, Offspring, we have Hole, Live Through This. Uh, we have Nas's debut album, uh, little Kenny Chesney. We got uh, Blur with Park Life, um, Johnny Cash, American Recordings, uh, Outcast uh, releases an album that month, uh, Sixpence None the Richer, um, the six-time platinum album Throwing Copper by Live. Um, <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty good. <laughs> Month for music. Nice. But we already know, 94 is just, like, outrageous for music yeah. in general. So. Um, yeah. Yeah. Movies. Uh, we have some number one movies here for one week. Major League Two. Mm. Nice. Not bad. Yeah. Mm. Uh, we have D2, The Mighty Ducks. Mm. For a week. We got Four Weddings and a Funeral. And we have a movie called Bad Girls. Hmm. Yeah. Bad girls. <laughs> don't know it. Don't yeah, know it. No. Also released that month, we have With Honors, PCU, oh. uh, mm. <laughs> Leprechaun 2, and uh, one of my all-time favorites, a classic, the Martin the Martin Short Vehicle Clifford. Uh, also, sure. also comes out in April 94. Um, a movie I love so much that I remember the theatrical experience of watching it. Um, Are you going to recount it for us? Well, I, I don't think it would mean much unless you knew like where we lived. you know. No. Um, okay, and finally, uh, video games. We have only one video game this month. That is Final Fantasy VI. Hmm. Um, but also I noted that Sega and MGM make a venture to create video games, movies, and television programs together. Wow. Yeah. Nice. So a little bit about April of '94. I say I say we kind of get into this, and um, you know, before we just dive into the episode, should we hear? Uh, should we hear Gary? Or excuse me, should we hear Frank's opening? Yeah, um, sure. sure. It's no secret. I'm afraid of the dark. Yes, he admits it. We've all got something that scares us, even though it shouldn't. You know there's nothing in the attic that can get you. You know a bird can't hurt you. But there's still some dark place inside that makes your hands sweat and your mouth go dry. My story's about fear. The kind that's different for everyone. The kind that you have to face up to. Or it'll eat you alive. Submit it for the approval of the Midnight Society. I call this story, The Tale of the Dangerous Soup. Not too shabby. Oh, I love this. This you, uh, whole Midnight Society thing in this episode. Yeah. Oh, you, like, you like it? Yeah. Like, I think it's one of the strongest ones of oh, the series. Oh, oh agreed. Agreed. It's mm. really tight. Yeah. Um. um just to uh, recap this, uh, Frank is walking around the campfire with his black mystery box as the members of the Midnight Society confess their deepest fears. Only Tucker claims not to be afraid of anything. 
<laughs> you gotta appreciate that Frank like comes clean almost yeah. immediately. Yeah. Know? Oh yeah. It felt <laughs> as a kid. It felt like a big deal. It's like yeah. whoa. <laughs> yeah. Frank. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The toughest of all of them. You know, yeah. Seemingly. Also, the music under uh, Frank when he's doing the intro seems like a little darker than normal. Like this whole mm. episode's vibes is just kind of darker than I think a lot of Are You Afraid of the Dark episodes. Yeah. But uh, okay. Well, we like to do our own Midnight Society intros. Um, yeah. So, Andrew, do you want to kick us off? Sure. Scaring people is fun work. But did you ever wonder what it would be like to taste that delicious fear coating your tongue? What if you could bottle it for later, or even use it to achieve the ultimate goal, turning a tidy profit? That's just what the hero of my story tries to do. But when he's forced to defend his restaurant against two meddling kids, he's about to find out that being a restaurateur is a cutthroat business. Submitted for the approval of the BOC. Love it. That was good. Thank you. That was real good. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, well, Logan, you got something for us? Mine's kind of long because I did like the whole intro. I did like a whole intro segment. Oh, no problem. Today. Cool. Um, so, uh, can we hurry it up tonight? I'm feeling nauseous. That's Tucker. What's wrong, <laughs> wimp? Mommy's dinner upset your little baby tummy? Kiki. Ha ha. All laughing. Laugh it up. But school lunch was atrocious today. I hate meatloaf day. Man, I hate school lunch. Betty Ann. Well, I don't, Frank. Food brings us together. Think about it. We socialize. We share our day, our day, stories, dreams. Food is the one thing we all need to survive, and it is something we rely on every day to keep us moving, get us through those boring school days, celebrate birthdays, holidays. Sometimes food can be smelly and gross. Sometimes food can be taste the tastiest thing you eat and remember it for years to come. But what if that food you taste could be deadly, and it could make your worst fears become reality? Submitted for the oh yeah, submitted for the approval of the BOC. I call the story. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, really good. Yeah, that, that was sounded really good. like it could be a real. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very. I, yeah, I like I kind I like I like kind of the change in in the opening too. That was solid. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Um. Well, mine's not supposed to be uh, that good or anything. I don't think so. Uh. <laughs> But you guys can be the judge. Here we go. Lentil, tomato, chicken noodle, Italian wedding, minestrone, New England clam chowder, French onion, chicken tortilla, butternut squash, beef and barley, split pea, split pea cream of mushroom, miso, and broccoli cheddar. These are just some of the types of soups. But... What if there was a soup that you had never heard of before? A soup with an indescribable taste and an even more mysterious after effect. Gang, I'm talking about a seriously dangerous soup. Submitted for the approval of the BOC. I call this. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah nice. 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 I thought that was hilarious. I really enjoyed yeah. it. <laughs> Yeah, I was I was I was short on ideas. Um but okay, so Andrew, do you want to you want to get us into this sure. thing? Sure. So inside a, a dark room with swirling fans, a familiar voice instructs a young waiter to sit down. 
As the boy sits in the strange chair, a panel in the wall opens to reveal a stone gargoyle. Bars snap across his lap to trap him in his seat, and as the voice warns that it knows what scares you, a large snake slithers up his leg. <laughs> it knows what scares you. Hey, come on! It knows what scares you. Oh my god, what an unbelievable laugh. Yeah, seriously. Uh, just, yeah, it's amazing. Um, this whole first section I love. Um, this weird room with these fans. Like, it's bizarre. And when you don't know what it is, like, it's... I don't know. It just feels uh, like it's got a good atmosphere to it. Um, and the chair that the kid sits in, very weird. It's like some kind of weird stone slab looking thing. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Well, first, I, I we should say, like, I just like that this episode starts with a scare. You know what I mean? That's like yeah. so yeah. unusual. And we also don't have Frank narrating, so usually the episode starts with some mm. upbeat music, and it's like, Josh was a kid, you know, like, there's no narration in this thing. Yeah. Uh, no, I like, I love that about it. it yeah. Like, it really does set the mood and creates, like, this crazy Yeah. Atmosphere. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so elsewhere, Nani welcomes another pair of customers to the Wild Boar restaurant. Mm -hmm. um, I like this, too. Like we're the customers, you know, yeah. With the camera, yeah. Angle. <laughs> yeah, it is really cool. Before their waitress Jersey can read the specials, they inform her that they've come for the soup. Man, I love that. Even it's a small thing, but just like they don't want any. They don't even want to look at the menus. Yeah, they're here yeah, yeah, for yeah. this incredible soup. Yeah. <laughs> um, when Jersey runs into the busboy in the kitchen, she reveals that she has a fear of knives. Before she can sneak another taste of the soup, Nani stops her. Priced at $100 a bowl and limited to one per customer, the famed soup's mysterious creator is revealed to be none other <laughs> than Dr. Vink. This whole entrance into the room, yeah. so where like people are giving him a standing ovation, yeah. he's shaking hands. I mean, the only thing missing here is he's not kissing a baby. It's like, and, and then yeah, the way he just... The way he just swings his hands open, like, you know. Yeah. I don't know. It's so He's got like doesn't he have like a metal on with like a friggin' like a little pot or something? Yeah. Pot? It's like his tasting spoon. Yeah, he's uh, just an award winning chef. Yeah. <laughs> he kinda looks like Paul Prudhomme, like in a suit like that. Cool. Yeah. Um I I just like love that. Vink's third appearance, I, I think it's its third appearance. Yeah, third. Something like that. Um, this is like, suddenly he's out there in the regular world. Like, uh, he's got his own restaurant. It's just, it's so yeah. great. Yeah, if we are to believe this is the same guy with the same story, <laughs> we start with, we start in a cabin in the woods. <laughs> we go to a movie theater. Yeah. We go to a restaurant, and then eventually he he's like an artist, right? And the and um he, he he does like a it's uh like colognes and shit, right? Or something like that. <laughs> Cologne. Oh, <laughs> I just remember him throwing stuff at a sheet. Is it maybe it's 
I swear <laughs> to God, he's like a barber in that. Mm. Oh, that might be right. Yeah, that sounds familiar. I mean, that's that's bon- that's a bonkers evolution. I love it. <laughs> of a character. It's just like out there. Doctor, he's a renaissance man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah for, that's for sure. <laughs> um. So, oh, I, I should also say, uh, this hundred dollars a bowl, like especially as a kid, I was like, oh my god, that's impossible. You know? <laughs> hundred bucks for a bowl of soup. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, people would do this, like in yeah. certain parts of the world, certain cities. Yeah. What's the most you would pay for a bowl of soup? I mean, I'd pay a hundred dollars for this bowl of soup. Uh. If I knew it was going to be the dangerous soup. Uh... So you're, 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 you're <laughs> not, I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, you're not flinching at a hundred. You're like, That's no, no. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Wait, I mean, if this is in a world where like zinc Vink is serving it personally, I mean, that's a whole <laughs> Oh, well you can't, you wouldn't, you're not going to be a fan of him because you're not going to have the show, you know, he'll just be sure, a chef. Sure. Well, yeah, yeah, but somehow it would be like I would have to know that the soup was fear soup or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that would that'd be a big selling point. Logan, what's the most you would pay for a bowl of soup? I mean, I mean, I think the hundred dollars for if it is this soup, I'd probably pay more. But um, in general, I mean, like depends what's in it, you know. If we're talking like black truffles and all this crazy stuff, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I could. I'd probably only, I mean, like 50 bucks maybe. Yeah. But if it was, yeah, if it was like the dangerous soup, I mean, yeah, I'd pay, you know, maybe even 200 to have mm. hang out your bank and eat that soup. <laughs> get to, get to, yeah. get to give him a standing ovation. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Um, okay. I was thinking more like 10 to $15. Wow. <laughs> even if it's the legit dangerous soup. Like, but we, the people in the restaurant don't know what it does. They just know that they like the taste. Yeah, they just know it's so good that they can't yeah. help themselves. I don't think I could spend $100 on a soup that I didn't know was, like, supernatural. <laughs> what if that... <laughs> okay, okay. What if everybody in the in the restaurant was just, like, you were walking, watching them walk out, and they were all, like, just had a sat- super satisfied look? <laughs> What I, I okay yeah I'll spend a hundred. Okay. <laughs> Damn, they look happy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, sir, this is a Panera's. I'm so sorry. I have this line written down, and I'd just be so sad if we didn't mention sure. it. Yeah. It's my favorite line of the episode, and it comes from the Midnight Society segment. Uh, oh, okay. and that <laughs> that is the line. When they're stating their fears, yeah, the line "birds," I'm afraid they'll fly <laughs> in my face or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I believe that's Sam. Yeah. Um, what yeah, an insane! I mean, like birds is not an insane fear, but the line mm. "I'm afraid they'll fly <laughs> in my face or something" is so weird. <laughs> yeah i interpreted it as she like doesn't even quite know why but maybe that's why it's like that joke from seinfeld when the bird flies into elaine's head (laughs) (laughs) that bird flew right into your head (laughs) 
Um, I'm sorry. I'm really no, no, I'm, all, okay. I'm all over the place. Not, I mean, I know we've derailed ourselves, but I also got to mention this pea soup for the soup was a perfect choice. Like this mm. weird green. Yeah. You know, a chicken noodle soup probably wouldn't like work quite as well for this. No, it's got to have in it though. Like you got to wonder like what else is in that mm. soup besides Yeah. Soup. Besides oh, yeah. fear? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I almost like to think that it's like just liquid, but it's like to me, it always just looked like a broth, you know. Well, you think like the fear th- thickens it up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's say I do. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> what um, would you want it? What would you want to be in it? Maybe like a bisque of sorts. Mm. Yeah, that'd be good. Okay. Like a lobster bisque. With Oof. a little dash of fear on top. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right. Well, the next day, as Nani adds up the night's checks, a new kid, Reed, shows up to apply for a job at the restaurant. Even this though a, Reed... Yeah, yeah. This is a bad boy. <laughs> yeah, so, for sure. The way this guy just saunters in, like, I don't know, am I in the right place? Like, he's just... He's, he's, he's not intimidated. That's his whole thing. Um, So even though Reed comes off as a little prickly, Vink (laughs) takes a liking to him, even giving him a taste of the dangerous soup. What is it? Specialty of the house, le potage dangereux. The dangerous soup. Taste. That bubbling. pretty good <laughs> my friend the flavor dances over the palate in a symphony of sensation that's far from pretty good and he charges a hundred dollars a bowl get out of here a small price to pay for the sublime mm. there you go. oh man every one of vink's lines in this episode is pretty incredible yes yes um so as frank explains reed is on his own and has an okay time working at the restaurant, except that every once in a while, somebody would suddenly quit without explanation. Yeah. Uh, we should note that this is like a little bit, I mean, you mentioned the scare right off the top, but even like the setup of the characters is a little bit different from most episodes, you know? It's not the kid show, the new kid in town. I mean, he yeah. is new, but... yeah. No, yeah, that's a good point. It's um I mean it's also very different in the fact that it's not uh like a house, you know, there's no parents. We're mm, just yeah. in this we're really just in this workplace the entire episode. Yeah. So one night when no one else is around, Reed almost gets caught sneaking another taste of the soup, but Nani covers for him. Um I always thought this was sort of weird how she like pops up out from behind the counter all of a sudden yeah (laughs) kind of funny but uh very nice character she's a very good like uh protagonist you know just yeah helping the new guy but also you know she's like kind of vink's cheerleader a little bit yeah yeah i like it um meanwhile jersey causes a racket after vink demotes her to dishwasher (laughs) But he promises to show her the secret to his soup. 
convinces her to enter the dark freezer where he reveals the gargoyle statue. As Jersey gets trapped beneath a sharp pendulum, her fear drips out into a hidden vial. Ooh. Um, Jersey. <laughs> Jersey. Like, yeah. what? Like, who? Like, DJ McHale, why would you write that character's <laughs> name in as Jersey? Like, there's a million and one names. Yeah. Jersey. Who names their kid Jersey? I don't think I've ever heard that. Yeah, somehow I didn't. This is like the first time I've ever questioned it. Um, but like, I uh, almost like it. But based on her attitude, I mean, I guess you could like, <laughs> if we're doing stereotypes here, she could totally yeah. like be, you know, from New Jersey. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe they call her that because that's where she's from. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Yo, Jersey. Um, <laughs> I would. I will say that. Are you afraid the dark? Kind of has a long history of weird character names. Like there's just, I really think you could make a huge list of just the weird stuff. Yeah. Um, I just want to say gargoyle statue. Oh God. <laughs> I knew someone was going to go there. Let's just do it. <laughs> uh, you know, it has always felt okay to me and I'm not sure exactly why. I mean, as I look at it, I'm like, I know this is just, uh, nothing thing that somebody bought at the store but they could have tried harder especially when he <laughs> describes where it's from I mean, yeah oh yeah yeah I, I mean you know part of the trivia here says that this was just like a legit like lawn gargoyle that they yeah. bought um and yeah it shows like at least try to like have the art department do something with it make it look older make it look i don't know more I don't know. Just, yeah, it's not enough. Yeah. I mean, that's a fair, definitely a fair criticism, but I like it. <laughs> Maybe it's just because <laughs> I've lived with it for 30 years or whatever, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's just so bizarre. Yeah. Um, also, the whole hidden vial thing. Great. So strange. It's like, how the hell is this? statue collecting this fear and distributing it into this vial. Yeah, did, <laughs> did someone like create like some tunnel tube system? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, how yeah. is it getting there? But it's cool. I mean, it's part of the mystery. It's yeah. Dr. Vink. You don't need to know. Yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> some sort of magic. Dark magic. Um, but before the pendulum reaches Jersey's neck, Reed and Nani force Vink to let her out. And she leaves the restaurant in a daze, never to be heard from in this episode again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Caught, oh, yeah. Scared the heck out of her. That's all. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, caught in the act, Vink is forced to reveal the secret of his soup. During his travels, he discovered a tribe using an ancient statue to extract and drink the fear of their enemies. What's this got to do with your suit? This talisman not only summoned fear from its enemies, it drew it from them like a precious elixir. The tribe would drink the fear of its enemies to gain their strength. A single drop is enough to make the pulse quicken and the blood flow. When you taste my soup, you're tasting fear. That's a taste you won't soon forget. Oof. So good. Man. Yeah, he's 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 bringing it. He's throwing a yeah. hundred here. 
for sure. Yeah. Um, um, I I will say that, um, you know, the the soup has. So, are we just to read this as the soup has superpowers, and maybe the customers don't even aren't aware of like what it's doing to them? Yeah, um, I think so. Okay. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know sense. what I think he's just I don't think it's even the soup. I don't know if the soup necessarily has superpowers, but I think it makes it gives like probably a euphoric feeling to like the customer and that's why they're like, oh wow, this really is the best soup ever or like something. Like <laughs> <It'd> be <laughs> just like having soup with like edibles in it or something. Yeah, like, pretty much. Damn, this is good, you know. <laughs> um but um also if it quickens the heart or if it what's he say? It makes like the heart pump and quickens the blood or something. Uh, seems like there should be kind of a warning for people with heart disease. <laughs> you think? You think Vink uh, is worried about that? <laughs> Touche. I do not think Vink is thinking about that. <laughs> he just drags him out back. <laughs> Feeds him to the gargoyle. <laughs> so Reed thinks uh, this is all just a story, and to prove it, he agrees to face the statue himself. But with his psychic powers, Vink guides the statue to find Reed's fear and conjure the boy's dead uncle. Uh, Isn't this a little strange, this moment? It's like he's reading Reed's fear somehow. Yes, this is like actually seems like it's either the the gargoyle's telepathic and connects to Vink, you know? Either it's But if that's the case, why, if the gargoyle like gets out, like why would he be so concerned about it? Mm, yeah. yeah. Oh, I have a. I mean, it did occur to me maybe that was like a whole trick, just to keep them around. Oh, oh wow! Wow, you just kind of blew my mind. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> Not for a second did I think he was setting it up, but with the mm. ending we have here, that's that's probably totally right. It <laughs> could be. Yeah. Uh, well, when Reed opens the casket, his uncle grabs him, and Nani opens the door to save him. But in the process, she also lets the gargoyle loose. And uh, this this whole sequence was really memorable. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, his uncle like just opening his eyes yeah. and reaching out. Very, yes, I think Doctor Vinks um, when he's when they pan out to him running down the hall and he does this kind of like. <laughs> almost like a weird thriller Michael Jackson like pullback thing he's like yeah. oh <laughs> like, <laughs> like he like he like stops himself from running for a second oh it's yeah. just like my yeah. favorite one of my favorite Dr. Vink moments is that just that scene of him going down that hallway it is oh, absolutely. It's really good yeah and we get the rare 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 special effects uh yeah. from are you afraid of the dark the uh, gargoyle flying out of the room is definitely some 1994 <laughs> kids tv show effects i think this is partially why i sort of like the stone gargoyle because mm-hmm. when this happens it's like what the hell is going on <laughs> it's like inanimate object is suddenly flying out the door yeah it's, it's really a chaotic story yeah like yeah. if you strip this thing down to the nuts and bolts this is a guy who's making soup out of people's fear in like entrapping employees, then feeding it to customers for a hundred dollars. 
You can't get a second bowl. Like, there's just a lot of like um threads in this episode <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that I feel like if you really think about it hard, it can fall apart. But they do it so well that it seems like yeah, like this is a plausible scary story. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> somehow every step of the way is like acceptable. Even <laughs> oh, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now this thing's on the loose. That like, yeah, why would yeah. that ever across our minds that this thing is also uh, lively? Yeah, <laughs> and not only like alive, but flies out. Oh. You know, whips out of the room. I mean, we've As pretty it... much now established that's an illusion that Doctor Vink created, though. Mm. I mean, oh, that's, you're right. Yeah, that's well, it's really just Doctor Vink <laughs> all along doing all of this, probably. He just bought he just bought a gargoyle at a yard sale and um Does this episode even exist? Did Dr. Vink just like <laughs> Is this a dream doctor? <laughs> We're all living in Dr. Vink's yeah. dream. <laughs> this connects a little bit to our last episode of Boy Meets World where we were trying to figure that's out who so, was having a dream. That's so funny that you said that because I briefly considered like <laughs> telling you um like i knew what was going on in the episode and it was actually that like we're all in phoenix <laughs> so it really lines up so excellent that's perfect um so de- uh determined to find a way to recapture the gargoyle supposedly vink runs off leaving nani and reed trapped inside the restaurant uh the gargoyle chases them through the restaurant and traps nani in the freezer and as the walls close in on her, Reed runs off in search of his, his uncle. Uh, I do just want to note this moment where they open the door and it's like a huge version of the. Of the oh, yes. Oil. Yes. Staring at them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's very yeah. funny. That's good. Um, yeah. The Reed's uncle thing is plays very creepy, as we said. And I do like the fear of like, like too small a room that, oh. that feels very Love real it. and uh the walls closing in is just a great cool practical effect yeah super like simple but very effective yes yeah and she plays um, it great when she's kind of oh, like yeah when she's trembling in the corner and she's like you don't understand yeah yeah the moment really... where she says it and the walls start moving like yeah it's very it's very good really effective uh this time reed confronts the apparition of his uncle and it disappears along with the rest of the illusions can I but ask, goes, yeah. um, Vink implies that his uncle was a very mean man uh, yeah. and that Reed's trauma stems from his uncle. I mean, like, are, I'm not I'm not trying to make a joke out of this. Do you think they're like implying something kind of like pretty dark? Yeah, absolutely. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I don't know how how dark I mean, probably i mean like i would say probably like beating him or something yeah that could be yeah, yeah, yeah 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 i mean that that seems like bare minimum so like for an are you afraid of the dark that's pretty it's heavy know, yeah it's yeah. heavy for an are you afraid of the dark yeah but it, i mean pretty masterfully done in that way in that they're like hinting at it but never quite you know tell you exactly what was happening yeah um so when reed goes back to the freezer to find nani Vink traps them inside with the gargoyle. Oh. It's over. It's all over. I faced my fear. I broke the spell. I don't think Vink's going to be making any more of his dangerous soup. <laughs> That's where you're wrong, my friend. <laughs> it still knows what scares you. 
So do you do you think that he's planning on keeping them trapped? They're there like forever. Fear, they're like fear hostages now. Or <laughs> I mean, no, no. I think he he'd let him go eventually. I don't. I think it'd be pretty like he'd just like take what he needed, all the fear he could mm-hmm. get from him, and like yeah. t- fire him probably. Yeah, that could be. I think once you I realize do, I, you're not gonna die, though, like the fear would dry yeah, up. Yeah, the fear's gone. Yeah. yeah. Um. This is a great uh, bad ending, though. Oh, man. Yeah. I feel like we, you know, we've throughout our episodes have talked about dark music and pinball wizard and kind of like applauded them for the dark ending. And I just feel like I always forget that this episode has a really dark ending (laughs) and it's really well done. It's it's kind of like just like those other two episodes. It's very it just hits it just right. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, uh, I mean, finishing it off on Vink's laugh is like perfection. Oh, it's a cheat code. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's it's uh, up twice, down three times, up twice. Yeah. Home run. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, back at the Midnight Society, Tucker is unimpressed, claiming that if you're not afraid of anything, the gargoyle wouldn't work. Mm. Which I like. It's good. It's a good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wait. Yeah. Like but when Frank it. dares Tucker to stick his hand inside the mystery box, Tucker runs off scared. Once and once he's gone, Frank reveals what's inside. What's really inside the box? This the last. So what's in it? <laughs> exactly what Tucker's afraid of. Nothing. Mm. <laughs> Got him. I mean, it's great. Something about that's pretty memorable too. Just that moment of like opening the box, revealing the nothing. It's yeah, it's very good. Yeah, it's clever. Yeah, all all the way around the Midnight Society segment here. This is like a Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I you know I do want to go back just for one moment. There's this kind of moment where like the freakouts happening, the gargoyle got loose, mm-hmm. and like they're in this room and it. Just for a second, I think it goes a little too hard. Like the window smashes open, a snake starts crawling mm. through it. Um, it you just feels where like that, where that snake's from, though, right? Well, from the first first fear. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So it's, I mean, I, there is a thread to it. I guess so. It just feels a little like it feels the most out of place with the rest of the episode mm. to me. Okay. But. Sure. Uh, but, uh, do you like the uh, <laughs> how do you guys feel about the effect of like that light and getting sucked into the freezer or like pushed oh, out yeah. of it yeah it's you know yeah they're doing their it's best effective. yeah yeah i like it. <laughs> <laughs> i really think that i just really dig the whole vibe of the restaurant in general i think they did such a good job with the set mm. like yeah you, know, you can like feel like it's like i don't know i'd eat at that place it's like yeah. cozy looking and I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No, 
there and there's that and one there's that one shot where it starts outside the window and it's like winter time yeah yep. um yeah great cozy feeling yeah and it it does feel it has that like intimate feel of like maybe vink could get away with a small <laughs> restaurant <laughs> yeah 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 I mean, maybe this place is out in the woods. Maybe it's like not that far from his cabin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that could that, that could make sense. I mean, somewhere in like you know, in like Canada, yeah, in North in the woods. Yeah, the wild, wild boar. boar. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, do you want to talk about what went into this, Andrew? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hi. This is bios trivia ratings. Stray observations. Um, so I took a look at some of the people who played in this one and their, uh, especially their horror-related roles. Uh, Nani Walker was, of course, played by Nev Campbell. Um, she has appeared in The Dark, Scream 1 through 5, The Craft, The Canterville Ghost, Medium, the show, and An Amish Murder. Yeah. Um, and she's great. Uh, I thought she was great in this episode. It was like, I could totally see how somebody would watch this and, and uh, you know, put her in something a little yeah. higher budget. Yeah. Um, I wonder if Wes Craven was a uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark fan. Mm. He, like, saw, he like, saw this and was like, oh, man. Yeah, oh, man. it could be. Whoever that yeah. is, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, wouldn't, uh, it wouldn't be like, dumb to scout are you afraid of the dark for uh you know a scary movie yeah yeah Yeah. and it was popular by now oh for sure um so reed hansen was played by greg haberney uh he seems to be a actually pretty successful uh visual artist like painter Mm. um pretty cool uh this was his only scary role though he also appeared on nypd blue big daddy and law and order (laughs) criminal intent (laughs) Big Daddy the movie? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Incidentally, I just watched that recently, but I did not recognize uh, mm. Greg. Okay. Okay. Um, Jersey was guest number 2 or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, probably. yeah. <laughs> uh, Jersey was played by Tracy Davis. This is also her only scary role, but she also appeared in Beyond the Rising Moon, My Secret I- Identity, Nemesis 2, and Desolation Angels. Hmm. None of which I'm familiar with. No, no. Uh, Paul was played by Martin Walker, who also appears in The Tale of Many Faces uh, as Jacques. Mm. Um, he also appeared in the TV show The Hunger. It's like a anth- horror anthology and uh, does a lot of video game voice work. Um, Sly was played by Eric Johnson. Who's this Sly? This is his only credit. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the busboy. Oh, okay. <laughs> Glad that he got credited. You know. Sure, give give him some love. <laughs> um, and finally, I we've been kind of sort of skipping over the Midnight Society members, but I just had to take a look at Frank for this one because <laughs> it was such a great segment. Yeah. Um, it's played by Jason Alice Sharon. Um, besides, are you afraid of the dark and uh? the Are You Afraid of the Dark computer game Orpheus Curse. Uh, he appeared in The Halfback of Notre Dame and Breaker High. Uh, and he also produced um, the... Uh, it's called A Single Man. Came out 
not that many years ago. Try to I can't remember the guy who's in it, but anyway, kind of a big movie. Um, and he's also the brother of Jason Alisharan, who appears in another Are You Afraid of the Dark episode. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, the Tale of the Quicksilver. Mm. Yeah. They have a similar look. The older brother. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Andrew, I was telling you, I, at this point, I think I've covered every crew member uh, mm. on Are You Afraid of the Dark, or at least the kind of the ones that would be highly credited. So I took a look at Reed's uncle. Uh, this is played by a guy named Eve Massicot, e, e. Massicot. Um, and uh, unfortunately, he died last year. Uh, he passed away at the old age of 87. Um, but uh, he's definitely a French-Canadian actor. Uh, most of his credits, I can't pronounce. Um, he, uh, of course, he did a lot of TV before this. I mean, since 1978, he had been on television. Um, after this, he's on a TV series called Scoop 3. Um, he does a Les Grandes process. I, I'm not, I can't, I can't, I'm yeah. not even going to try. Uh, and then a, the, his last show is in 2007, Ram Dam. Um, <laughs> Ram Dam. Yeah. Looks like he just kind of floated around Canada for a little bit. Hmm. Interesting. But a, good, I mean, he, a good, a yeah. good, uh, scary dead guy. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, any trivia? Oh yeah. A lot of trivia. For oh, this a lot one. of trivia. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll just rattle off some, uh, Vink, this is of course, Vink's third appearance. We mentioned, uh, this is the only time Vink isn't the one to correct his, the pronunciation of his name. Mm. Um, this is the only story whose protagonists are older than 16. I, you kind know, of... you think that's right? What about the, what about, uh, the dream girl? Um, well, they're, yeah, they might, they're like seniors. So they'd be what? Yeah. They'd be like 17 yeah, yeah, or 18. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good call. They, um, these, these two do seem like they're, um, like they're out of the house. Oh yeah. For sure. They are, you know, the one I thought of first was, um, highway 13 the two guys in that oh. seem like they're in their 20s almost hmm. okay well this is, this is suspect yeah you okay. might be right okay um in 2019 nev campbell admitted that she's never watched this episode <laughs> yeah it's so crazy <laughs> uh according to his fish official collector's photo card this story is frank's favorite <laughs> frank the character um according to dj McHale, of course we've mentioned this before but the soup was pea soup uh great look again this oh and while we're mentioning this uh something about the the close-ups of the people like eating the soup off the spoon i like <laughs> yeah Just, me too you know yeah looks i, I mean it really deeper. sells it that like oh yeah, man yeah. i want i want this <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, DJ McHale was nominated for a Gemini Award for Best Direction in a Dramatic or Comedy Series for this episode. Hmm. Um, Is that like a Canadian award? <laughs> you know what? I didn't even look it up. With, with the it Gemini must be. Award. Yeah, it must be. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you guys remember this. In the tale of the Phantom Camp, Cab, Vink shows the kids the brain of a wild boar. Of course, no. the name of the restaurant wow i didn't put that together did you there put you that go. together yourself no 
Oh, and uh, he says, "How can you imagine what happened if that energy could be harnessed?" Yeah, he's like yeah. he's brainstorming the fear for the suit. Mm. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, that is good. I love it. Um, and you mentioned uh, the lawn that this was a lawn or actual lawn ornament. Uh, yeah. Did you say it got stolen from his yard? <laughs> yeah, it's all he gets. Yeah, it got <laughs> stolen. <laughs> I like that- to think that it actually flew away. <laughs> once once the show was canceled it like just <laughs> it was gone in 1999 uh nickelodeon aired a marathon called nick knew them when showcasing times mm. they had had big stars on before and uh this episode was short, shown as part of that marathon um the hundred dollar bowl of soup in twenty twenty three would cost about a hundred seventy eight dollars. Hmm. You still pay? You still paying it? I mean, do I get like the whole? Do I get to hang out with like Doctor Van? Like the whole thing? <laughs> Here, sorry. Here's the thing. I don't think in this universe you would know him as like this beloved character. You know, he'd just be the chef. He'd just at a be restaurant. an eccentric chef. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm with you. If I think, I think if you know it's Vink, then yeah, it's worth just to see him. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, if somehow I knew it was this secret fear soup, I'd be tempted to do it. But probably in the real world, like you would never have any idea that there was anything that weird about it yeah (laughs) uh guys what's logan let's start with you favorite soup well uh being a new englander and growing up in new england um probably clam chowder does that Mm. count oh yeah yeah yeah. oh yeah clam clam chowder uh it's how i decide if i like a seafood restaurant they usually base it around their clam chowder yeah that's that's smart that's kind. Of, that's kind of what I do with chicken wings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Andrew, go um, to go to. I, I suddenly feel like I may have mentioned this, but uh, I do love French onion. Mm. Um, but I do love Italian wedding soup as well. Uh, and you know when it's really good, uh, chick like chicken soup of any kind, noodle or not, uh, is yeah. can be great. You know, oh, really yeah. hit the spot. Yeah, yeah. There is this white, uh, white chili soup that I go nuts for. Mm. Um, I mean, my favorite's Italian wedding. To me, it's just like I if it's homemade, right? Yeah. Oh man. Homemade. Oh yeah. It's oh, it's so, so good. Yes. Hard to beat. But I, you know, all soups. The older I get, the more I think like soup is a godsend. Dude, um, I, I eat so we eat so much soup in my house. We made actually like a lemon chicken orzo this week. Like I just I feel oh, like we cool. make a soup at least once a week. Yeah, it feels like yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Okay. Good soup. Soup. Soup's good. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, strap observations. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you guys noted this. Uh, all the fears of the Midnight Society. We've yeah. mentioned one or two of them, I guess. Um. Uh, it includes Gary is afraid of heights, Kiki's afraid of dogs, Samantha's afraid of birds, Betty Ann is afraid of the attic, and Tucker is Flasher nothing movies. Flash movies. Yeah. 
and of course Frank the Dark. Yeah, um, Frank the Dark. I I really like Betty Ann's uh, the attic. The attic. Yeah, that's something cool. about that's very like good. Maybe the like, intro to the show is her attic. Oh, that would be yeah. yeah I like that. <laughs> yeah, that is good. And she also, I mean, if you, well, no, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. I was going <laughs> to point out the, like, the doll in the intro and, like, mm. how she, she did the tale of the doll maker and uh. how, like, kind of, I don't, never mind. I didn't win my own no. head about this. I like it. <laughs> I, I like creating it. my own, creating my own universe here. <laughs> Makes and, sense, I think. Andrew, do you know why Sam's afraid of the birds? I can't remember. Oh, because the she's no. afraid they'll fly in her face or something. Nice. <laughs> it's the or, or something. something. It's yeah, just like yeah. so half-hearted. <laughs> um, uh, nice. Um, okay, I counted. How many times does Doctor Vink say it knows what scares you? I'm gonna say uh, six. Andrew. Yes. I'll say five. It is six. Good job, Logan. Right. <laughs> um, um, you probably didn't notice this, but I think I counted the number of diners that fit in. Oh wow! In the wild boar, based on like two different shots, so it's somewhat questionable. Do you have any guesses? No. Um, twenty-two. Okay. I'll say forty-six. Wow, <laughs> it's I, I believe it's 17. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> <laughs> OK, yeah. Um, at the beginning of the episode, there is a table that orders two soups. Did you see what table? Table, mm -hmm. uh, table 13. No. no, table 23. No. Right. No. It's a number. Yeah. Uh, four. Table six. Table six. <laughs> totally missed. What else do you think they serve there? I, besides a, wild boar. It's a great a question. question. Yeah. Um, like the food's got to be good if Doc. Yeah, salads. But like Doctor Vink, if he's the chef, I mean, why doesn't other things have fear in it? Why isn't there, you know? You know. What, yeah. <laughs> you know what would have been a good effect is if, like, at some point they gave you a shot of the inside of the menu and it was just blank. It was just nothing. Mm. <laughs> it's like Vink's full mind. Yeah, you game. don't even have a ch yeah, it's like you're yeah. like zombies almost like. Yeah. yeah. More soup. <laughs> um Yeah, that's that that is interesting. You know, and that makes me think, why why make the dish soup? It seems like you'd have to use the most amount of liquid. You know, like <laughs> that's just like really good. Well, just, just sprinkle it in something like a few drops, and then this way you're not gonna. Yeah, run but think out. about it like when you put hot sauce or something in a soup, mm -hmm. like a really really hot sauce, like it spreads out. Like you, I think he's like, I think yeah. he's doing soup because you can just put he, the drops are so. Remember how he says like they're so powerful, mm -hmm. it probably yeah. spreads it out. Like maybe it just like. Oh, uh, so so the whole soup is not the liquid. No, 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 no. Okay. No. Oh. okay. I. I love when he does that tap of like one drop into that whole <laughs> huge pot. Yeah, I'm one drop. It's enough to make the blood the oh of the course. pulse in the blood the blood thicken yeah. in the pulse space or something. It's enough to give you a GD heart attack. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Well, this is sort of simple, but did you have, did you notice who didn't drink, ever taste the soup? Nev Campbell. Well, she claims she had a taste of it, I guess. Is that the answer, though? No, Jersey. No. That's not the answer I'm looking for. Oh. <laughs> Vink? Yeah, that's, that's what I was looking for. Oh, okay. It's just that... I'm, like, it's possible that he never even tasted it. You know, it's like maybe once you taste it, you're sort of under his control or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's like um, Walter White making meth. Like, no. Like... No way, dude. He absolutely tasted it. You're a, if you're a, he can't be a, a, you know, he can't be a chef who mm. freaking, what does he say? A chef nourishes the soul. <laughs> chef. No, it dances yeah, yeah. over the palate in a symphony of player. Far from pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Good I used point. to actually use like those. Oh God, I did some report. I, I can't remember if it was. It was in high school. I did some report on like a, a food related thing, and I definitely stole his little like <laughs> thing about dancing on like the palate in a symphony. I was like, it's like, oh, that's so good. <laughs> yeah. It really is, Logan. You own a restaurant, right? I do, yeah. I mean, I would make it mandatory before your restaurant opens of, like, you giving this speech every day. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I should should have been for Halloween this year. I should have done Dr. Vink as, oh, like, yeah. as the chef. Maybe we'll do a dish around <laughs> Halloween time. Maybe we'll do a dangerous soup. <laughs> oh, that'd, that'd be, be cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. You, gotta wear, you gotta wear a big medallion, though. Damn straight. <laughs> Any Andrew, any others? Uh no, that's it. Okay, okay. Uh well this episode has, I think, kind of a low score on IMDB, an eight point two out of ten. Um significantly lower than um and, and then there was Sean. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, doesn't feel that far apart. Um so out of five Kreb stars, Andrew, what did you give the tale of the dangerous soup? Uh I gave it a five out of five. Um, yeah. I think it's uh, an essential. Are you afraid of the dark? Uh, one of the best Midnight Society segments of the series. Um, everything about it, like the episode itself, <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm going too far, but it's almost like the episode itself has its own uh, dangerous soup type quality mm. that sucks you in. I love that. You know? Yeah. Uh, the soup itself, the look of the episode, the pacing is great. Yeah, it uh, never lags. It's like yeah. it's like perfectly paced. Yeah. Uh, and of course, I mean, we've talked to Dr. Vink, but like, give me a break. This is like, this is incredible, Vink. Um, so, yeah. And I, and I know you guys, you guys uh, <laughs> rightly criticized the gargoyle, but even that I like. It's just so bizarre that the inanimate object that can fly super fast across the room very strange um yeah classic episode uh one of the best all right all right logan what's what say you oh you know i'm gonna give it you know i want to give it a five but because i'm kind of in the same i'm in the opposite with the gargoyle i'm gonna have to knock it that knocks it down to like a 4.5 for me (laughs) okay honestly like i love this episode like if that gargoyle, I would, without that gargoyle, I would honestly give it a five. Like Doctor Vink's acting alone, like it's pro, it's definitely my favorite appearance of Doctor Vink. And um, 
yeah, I mean, all around great episode. I'm just a really tough critic when it comes to like, giving out those Krebs stars. So I'm going to, I'm going to give it a 4.5. All right. Um, I'm going, uh, I'm going 4.9. Oh, you can go up and, oh, I didn't realize you could go like 0. 0.8, 0. 0.7, that kind of thing. Oh, sure. Live, oh, live dangerously. I'll give it a 4.8. <laughs> okay. Okay. Just, yeah, just like, that's kind of probably my feeling, like just shy of perfect. You know what I mean? Um, I think it's an, a really memorable for me, kind of an iconic episode, but it's not quite perfect. Like it's, I was mentioning just kind of when you start peeling away how insane this episode is, it does start kind of feeling like, wait, what are we doing here? Like it's about a soup and like a gargoyle. And I don't know. It's um, it, it is, it is crazy, which I like it for, but it, it, you know, it just feels a little weird maybe, as a horror story at times. Maybe this is like Kubrick level messing with your head, <laughs> you, you know, know, like just these subtle little, things that are there just to make you question what you're seeing yeah of all are you afraid of the dark episodes i feel like this is the one where like i could be like yeah maybe maybe here (laughs) you know maybe maybe this whole time dj mckayle's been the puppet master he's he's vink (laughs) looking in the door at us you know (laughs) laughing (laughs) um so, so it's a it's a it's a cool episode it's just it's oh, yeah. it's different. It it feels a little different than the rest of the essential uh, viewing for Are You Afraid of the yes. Dark newcomers? No yes. doubt, no for doubt. Sure. And I, you know, I, it's kind of cool. I'm like glad, like Logan and you and, and and a few other people love this episode. But growing up, I wasn't really sure this was a beloved episode. It felt almost like stupid to say you like Dangerous Soup when we were young. <laughs> Yeah, I sort of agree with what you're saying here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it, amongst our friends, which like, you know, who cares? It's like, oh, man, I'll lose some street credit if I say <laughs> yeah, soup yeah. is. Well, it didn't have any it didn't have like an actual scary character. Mm, yeah. You yeah, know, like, yeah. I mean, that's why you would lose the credit. It didn't well, you know, it wasn't Dead Man's Float. It wasn't right. Midnight Madness. Yeah. So, yeah. Agreed. OK. Uh, should we name the episode? Oh, yeah. I call this one the tale of the soup de pure, uh, <laughs> like you know, like soup de jour. Yeah. Except pure is like uh, fear. Yeah. So soup of fear, soup of fear. I mean, that's what it translates. Oh, I see, I see, I see. That's a good one. Thanks, uh, Logan. What do you call this thing? I call it the tale of Doctor Vink's phantom gourmet. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. good. <laughs> I also like the idea of getting Dr. Vink in the name of an episode. That like, is nice. Yeah. You know, he deserves he, it. He deserves <laughs> it. Him and, and like Skip Sardo one too, you know, like, yeah. 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 Um, okay. Well, you know, this, when this episode aired, this ep- other episode hadn't come out and it was like, well, this is, this is what it should be. The tale of the gruesome gourmet. <laughs> 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 okay. I mean, it's definitely like a hundred times better than the actual gruesome gourmet. <laughs> well, sure, I will agree with that. But you guys know how I feel about that episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, is Dangerous Soup a good episode name? No. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't dangerous. think so either. I, I think I've grown to love it. Yeah. You, what about yeah, the that... taste of fear? Mm, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. good. Yeah. That is pretty uh, good. I mean, Dangerous Soup is so, like, short, I guess. It's, yeah. it's you know, you know what you're getting, I, guess, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> you absolutely know what you're getting, yeah. It would be funny if there was no soup in this episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, yeah yeah um well you know before we go i just want to get logan's opinion real fast logan we've had an ongoing debate uh lately about would it be cool to die in space um do you have an opinion on dying in space um as in like you're in like a (laughs) rocket ship and you're dying in space like you get the opportunity to see space or are we just saying you just like that's like your choice of death (laughs) <laughs> shot, shot up into space good questions <laughs> i mean i would i don't know i mean i'd die in space yeah i think i think it would be okay i mean it could be although maybe it's kind of like drowning which probably wouldn't be that mm. fun well yeah. what i've what i've been saying logan is that it would be you know now that i'm saying it, it does kind of sound crazy because you can just you can flip the mask and die like it would be really fast um but I was saying, like, just so you have some time to float around and look at space, you know, you just kind of starve until you lose consciousness and then you just float off. I would I would accept that if that was what it was. Yes. OK. But if it's well, like a Van Horizon, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Much more peaceful. I think I think it's the I way to go. Know, I think you're, I calling, think you're calling it peaceful, but I don't think we have space be. funerals. In the That's future. what I'm like, saying. I'm like kind Viking of funerals. I'm telling you, millionaires will pay, I'm sure, to die in space. Like, I can't believe this isn't already mm-hmm. happening. Like a like an exclusive service for rich people to, like, like have uh, their bodies released in space. Like Spock getting sent out. <laughs> into space. Yeah, there he goes. Um, yeah. Okay. Maybe I'm on. Maybe we're on to something here. I don't think so, but <laughs> look, <laughs> uh, listeners, look for me on Shark Tank next year at this time. <laughs> I call it Space Coffin. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, well, that that I think wraps up uh, the tale of the dangerous soup. Mm. Feels so good to have gotten to that one. Um, yeah. Great performances, great directing. Just like the whole production feels like it was really moving here. For sure. yeah. um, Andrew, where is Podtober taking us next? Uh, next time we're going to be talking Ernest Scared Stupid. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Ernest Scared Stupid, yes. Um, this was a request um, really early on from uh, our friend Allie. Um, you know, we don't do that many movies, but I think both you and I maybe loved Ernest or liked him. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah. this feels like a good excuse to, to, you know, talk about something spooky with Ernest. Um, yeah, that, for sure. that'll be fun. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to get a hold of us, you can email us at orangecouchpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at orangecouchpodcast. Um, and of course, we're on Patreon, uh, which, uh, Logan, thank you so much for supporting us on Patreon. Of course. Um, we uh you know there's three tiers three dollars which is the bostic tier because uh, uh nobody beats bostic and there is the gary tier which is five dollars 
and the Betty Ann tier $14. Um, Podtober will mainly be running through Patreon still this month, so uh, if you want to check out those episodes, that's a good way of doing it. Um, but Logan, um, thank you so much for taking time with us uh, in the in the kitchen of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Of course. Thank you guys so much for having me. Yeah, this was awesome. And uh, we hope we'll see all you soupiers next episode. Super soups in your own hallelujah. Uh, well, I saw that, uh, I don't like that fact. Hold on. Oh, in, um, <laughs> you know it, babe. Isn't that what he says, babe? Maybe. <laughs> Is it, I mean, I'm thinking of an SNL impression. Whoever did him was always like, babe. Oh. Um, I'm going to cut all that. Um, <laughs>